What is up, guys and gals? Welcome to episode 109 of the Nonsense Review. I'm your host, as always, Devin, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello, everybody. Now, you may or may not be able to tell, but I'm a bit bunged up at the moment. I can only apologise if I sound a bit weird, but that is the reasoning. You might hear a few more coughs and sniffs than normal. I can only apologise in advance, but hey-ho diddly-do. Uh, BrickCon month is finally over, Rick. It is, it is. We're back to doing normal things. <laughs> uh, how normal is Samurai Jack? Only you, the viewer, can tell us. But before we get into that, Rick, you know, and most of the viewers probably know before we jump into our review, we like to briefly talk about uh, our weeks and the goings-on in the universe. So with that in mind, how's your week been, buddy? Well, in a personal th- thing, I saw the D&D movie. This is not a big deal to you, the viewer, because by the time you see it, it will be out. But to me, it's a big deal because uh, it only comes out in a couple of days at time of recording. So, or even, I think it's up today even. But yeah, we saw a special pre-release screening and I went to see it with a friend and we basically came to the same conclusion that the movie itself was alright but the the best part of it was like the scavenger hunt easter egg hunt of like little well the scavenger hunt of easter eggs little things that you know if you're in the know if you've uh, played D&D before if you generally know the um, the lore and the mythos and things like that and like even one part there's the party from the original D&D cartoon from the 80s are just in a cage <laughs> which which was fun, which was pretty funny <laughs> I, I've got a question because there's only one thing I can think of that would make that movie too ridiculous at the end, uh-huh. they didn't pan out and it was just some people around the table, was it? No, it wasn't people around the table. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, when you brought up the D&D movie, my first thought was, I didn't know that was out, and I guess it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Now it is. <laughs> so if you have a if you have an afternoon or evening to kill and you have a cinema nearby you, consider it. Besides from the movie, Pikami has been bullied out of uh, VTuberdom by Harry Potter White Knights. Uh, she's had her graduation now, and uh, Kason is going to stay friends with her even when she's no longer a VTuber but we're, we're all sad to see her go like, she was one of the only VTubers that I knew from the Japanese side who wasn't um, wasn't a hololive person and um, partly because she also spoke English it's it's a damn shame that someone can be bullied off the platform like that but she said it wasn't just about that but it was very much it wasn't even the straw that broke the camel's back it was like a ton of bricks. Uh, fair enough I can't say I'm personally familiar with any of her content Yeah, the name rings a bell but I didn't watch it yeah, the thing I remember most is uh, when she was playing the Winnie the Pooh game and she started raging at Tigger. <laughs> And the other one is, I don't know whether it was her or Iron Mouse that got the first um, non-Hololive VTuber collab with Hololive EN. It was around the same time. Iron Mouse uh, collabed with Kali and Pikami co- collabed with Kiara. Um, and um, that was like the, the opening the f- opening the floodgates to um, other companies being able to collab with them rather than staying within their own bubble to a degree. I thought Nan Yana's was the first one with Kiara. Yana's might have been the first one. Um, I might be making that up. You're very much more knowledgeable when it comes to that was great English, uh, when it comes to VTuber YouTubers. Yeah, well, it all happened around the same time. So yeah, it's uh, it was it was very much the floodgates were opened and they got they got in as many bookings as they could around the same time. Yeah, before Hololive changed their mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it slowed down after that quite a bit. And the other thing out in the wide, wide world, Epic is allowing Fortnite players to make custom maps and um, content using the Unreal Engine assets. Uh, it's thought that this is their them trying to get the foothold into the metaverse because, you know, anything that's not just Facebook having a foothold in the metaverse is better than just Facebook, even if it's Epic. As much as you might dislike Epic for whatever they do, and as 
much as you dislike Fortnite for uh, it consuming the zeitgeist of um, anyone with a mental age of 12, uh, yes, it's. Uh, I think it's a good thing that someone is doing something and actually putting forth a big uh, a community-driven um, community-driven content creation drive. I do want to point out that I don't hate Epic, nor do I hate Fortnite. I hate Epic Store because it fucking crashes on my laptop constantly, so I don't use it. But I don't hate Epic or Fortnite. They're no more evil than any other company. I just don't care. There's a big difference between hating and not caring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it seems they want to become the um, the Roblox. They want to turn Fortnite into the new Roblox teams. Like, let people make maps, even make their own games within the Fortnite. Uh, well, because it's Unreal, and that's the Fortnite engine. Make it within um, within the Unreal engine, playable through Fortnite, and make that into like mini a mini game store all all onto itself, which is kind of fine, kind of cool. I mean, I can't remember how long ago I said it, but th- there was a, a a thing I said on the podcast at one point, which is, boy, did I not expect Fortnite to be the biggest crossover game ever. Like, uh... <laughs> and I gotta be honest with you, I don't care for Fortnite. I don't care for battle royals, and fundamentally, Fortnite is a battle royal. Mm-hmm. It will never not amuse me to see adverts for, oh, what's the new character in Fortnite? Oh, it's Goku. Goku's got a gat. Is one of the funniest things I've ever thought of <laughs> ever. <laughs> I think they're having the uh, the Hero Academia characters on a on a rebound barrier as well. Not barrier, banner. So you can just buy the Hero Academia stuff again. Partly because they have the license for it, and if you are going to want to use this in Metaverse, now's the time. And that's fair. But at the end of the day, if you want to go away, uh, go around LARPing online, like, oh, what's it called, Rick? Ah, oh, Second Life. No, VR Cafe. It's not VR Cafe. Oh yeah, VR Chat. VR Chat. There you go. Like, if you want to go around LARPing as your character and talk to random strangers, uh, VR chat's still the way to go because there's no game there you can just shoot the shit with strangers yeah and you can all just sit around for link shrine if you like <laughs> and you don't actually need vr despite it being in the name but yeah the last thing that happened in the week is uh, a little bit of a sad note paul o'grady who will be near to a dear to a lot of people's hearts uh, potentially as himself potentially as lily savage has passed away yep at the age of uh, 67 which we've ha- we've certainly had younger people but you know it's still not it's not an age yeah yeah he's uh, he would still have been working if it uh, if it weren't for this. He's getting a lot. He, he got a lot of joy out of the uh, the latter the latter part of his career, just being able to be there for uh, for his listeners and viewers. Like Lily Savage is a bit before my time, Rick, and I suspect a little bit before your time as well. But um, I know Paul O'Grady from the Paul O'Grady Show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Boy, was he a catty motherfucker! Oh yes, <laughs> a lot of Lily just seeped into his normal persona, which you know it kind of happens when you have a divide in your personality like that, and you come to accept both sides of it and in one, you know. Absolutely. And while I don't want to talk about politics around someone dying, uh, Paul O'Grady was a commoner shit person, Rick. You and I are common as shit. So I had a lot of respect <laughs> for Paul O'Grady because despite becoming famous and, all right, not mega bucks rich, but well off, he never really forgot about, you know, being a fucking Liverpudlian kid, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and something you brought up last night was uh, Jim Davidson t- trending on Twitter. And yeah, it just turns out that because Paul O'Grady has passed away, uh, he's now attacking Susie Izzard as the only other, well, as they used to call them, transvestites. Uh, that's no longer. Has Eddie Izzard changed their name? Yeah, Susie Eddie Izzard. So you can still call call her Eddie um, because it's her middle name but um, her middle name uh, her new first name is Susie no that's absolutely fine it's just uh, you said Susie Izzard and I was like who the fuck is Susie Izzard <laughs> um, but yeah it's, it's, it's because it's Jim Davidson it comes off as some very uh, mean spirited jabs at something that he knows nothing about yeah well I don't like Jim Davidson at the best of times because I even said to you last night Jim Davidson is the polar opposite of Paul O'Grady because they were both working class kids and the moment Jim Davidson made it big he fucked off out the country so 
he could hoard his wealth. Started yes. started saying vote Tories and yeah, vote Tories. Uh, actively defends a paedophile. That's not a joke. Literally three days ago, he was in the newspaper for visiting his mate Gary in prison and saying, oh, he made a mistake and he knows he made a mistake. Ah, raping kids ain't a mistake you get to fucking walk away from. No. No, it's not. But I think that's enough about me. How have you been and how? what have you seen out in the universe? Well, on a personal note, Rick, uh, you could probably relate to this a little bit. Boy, Civilization Six is fucking time-consuming. It is. <laughs> One more turn is a meme for a reason. But yes, yeah, we both uh, we both jumped in on Civ Six. Yeah, I've been playing a lot. Um, I very much like pre-0 uh, pre, um, AD, because that tends to be the point where I go, I can't be asked to finish this game. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Like the early game is the best part because it it lets you feel how your brand new sieve is going to be shaped. Yeah, yeah. It's also really fun finding out what works and what doesn't. Like um, my first game, I played as uh, Harold Hadrada, which I found out quite quickly. If you're not playing on a map with a bunch of coastal tiles, he is fucking worthless. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> In other news, Mando season three episode five dropped. It's interesting, I suppose. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm an episode behind. Yeah. Uh, we were gonna watch it on Wednesday and then um, family illness struck and we didn't watch it on Wednesday. Right, right. Um, Well, I'll tell you this, episode one now makes sense why they bothered with it. I still don't see the point but whatever and uh, I think we get a cameo from a character from Rebels but I don't know if it is that character or if it just looks like them because they have like three lines. Okay. (laughs) So it's one of those where that looks like the character and it sounds a bit like the character but I might just be being space racist. (laughs) Spacist. But yeah, it was a good episode. It was a decent episode. Uh, the stinger wasn't really much of a stinger because we all knew it already. You'll know exactly what I mean when you get to it. Also, I call it the stinger so you know it happens at the end of the episode. Like post-credits or just at the end? Oh, there's no post-credits. Um, yeah, there normally isn't. I'm just making sure because uh, sometimes shows are bitches like that. They'll start giving you post-credit scenes without warning. Like, I think um, back in season one, just Gideon popping out of the TIE Fighter with his Darksaber, that was post-credits, wasn't it? I don't think it... It, it might have been. I don't think it was. Uh, but I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say... We're going into episode six, which, but for all accounts, is the finale for season six, uh, season three. And mm-hmm. I don't know what they're gonna dr- if they're gonna drop anything on us because obviously we in season one we had the revelation that Moff Gideon had the dark saber, which blew everyone's fucking minds. Yes. Season two, we obviously had the epic Luke Skywalker scene. I don't know what they're gonna do for season three, if anything. So yeah, it feels like they're uh, they're not even gonna try to one up it because how can you one up Luke Skywalker? I didn't know how they could run up fucking uh, the dark saber reveal. So you know, it is what it is. Rick, in the wide, wide world, there's an artist we follow on Twitter called, well, I say we, I follow them, you can have access to them because you have access to the account. Um, There's an artist called Kiana Mai, they have been doing a comic recently which is just a fantasy alternate universe where Jesse from Team Rocket is going out with Ash's (laughs) mum. Okay. Uh, This is something that I've seen memes of way in the past, but this person is just rolling with it and it's it's cute, it's awesome. Uh, There's a point where Jesse sits down with Ash and is just like, okay, I know this is weird and Ash is like yeah it fucking is and Jesse's like mm mm-hmm. and eventually it's like you don't have to call me mum and Ash is like okay dad <laughs> It's daft and I love it. Jesse's face is one of the best. Like, th- this artist is really good at g- getting some funny fucking facial expressions on Jesse, and I appreciate it. Plus, come on. <laughs> Delia Ketchum <laughs> deserves a bit more love. Okay, Rick, in, in other news, a bit more depressing than the Delia, the, the Delia and uh, Jesse thing. Jonathan Majors has been arrested. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, you, you let me know about this. Um, the fellow who is Kang the Conqueror. Correct. 
and he it looks like he is the victim however he has been arrested it's one of those where i considering literally just the other week or perhaps the weeks week before where i had to uh, uh, i say had to decided to apologize for being a bit of a dick to justin roiland i'm gonna hold fire on judgment until everything's out in the open um yeah he's been arrested for assault uh just regular assault because if it was anything other than regular assault i'd be a bit more harsh not gonna lie um but yeah some people claim that he was on the defensive well, well him and his lawyers claim that and the other side hasn't really said anything yet so this is kind of developing as is it's going to be awkward as fuck if uh, if that's not true because that's phase five fucked <laughs> It is what it is. It's something that happened about a week ago now because that's how long uh, behind the news cycle we are. That's just what I'd bring it up. We'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, yeah. Last but not least, Rick, this is not a wrestling podcast. Oh. It's uh, WrestleMania weekend as we record. Uh, by the time this video comes out, the um, WrestleMania would have been, been and gone. I don't know what's going to happen this WrestleMania. I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, the Bloodline is the big heel faction. They're getting... I, I, sh I shared a video with the group chat of uh, I can't think of any other, in, in quotation marks, sport that can get so many people cheering for two men hugging mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you know they, they did they, they've done some decent builds it, the, the big main event is going to be Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns and I don't I'll be incredibly surprised if Reigns retains okay today we're watching Samurai Jack but we're not watching the very first episode because it's a bit boring yes <laughs> we're watching one of the few episodes that has more dialogue than none yeah um, so we picked out the um, we picked out the Scotsman episode I can't remember what episode number this is 11 ah uh, yeah season 1 episode 11 so if you want to join us join us along at home it's Three, two, one, and go. So once again, reminding people that um, in case you wondered which one of us does the research for the episodes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, when I, when I suggest an episode, I've done the research on it. It's just that, uh, yes. <laughs> I do like how they remind you of the core plotline uh, with every intro. Yeah. It Instead of having a an opening, the the precap is part of the opening. So I've not actually watched uh, season five, which is the season they did about twenty years after the original uh, finished. Yeah, yeah, but, me either. But I do know that it ends with Samurai Jack getting back to the past and uh, fucking up our coup. Yeah, <laughs> as it always yeah, should have been. I didn't even ended. know that. I mean, sure, yeah, absolutely. Now, Samurai Jack is a is a great cartoon. I would say the number one reason for that is they've got some wacky concepts for episodes that they just brawl with. Yeah, like I remember the uh, the one where there's a uh, the the mob um, the mob robot who has a dog. Okay, and it's like a film noir version of uh, well, a film noir retelling of something and i think he just dies at the end cut down by jack okay yeah cuz one of the signatures of uh, one of the signatures of any noir film is they usually end on a sour note <laughs> yeah but the but the but the, the dog is okay sweet thing ah uh the episode i was going to point out was there's an assassin sent to uh, take out jack and yes. um He's straight up a ninja. He he's completely um, black. So the 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 climactic fight scene is black and white. It's just there's black backgrounds and white backgrounds. When the black background is in play, you can't see the assassin. When the white um, and Samurai Jack has a flashback and like the only way to beat the darkness is in the light. So he cover he wraps himself up in his uh, 
in his white outfit, so he's wearing a, a white ninja outfit. And whenever he's on a white background, you can't see Jack. So yeah, it, it's, that's one of the uh, the most artistically uh, striking episodes. It's uh, like I remember it, and that was like fucking. I feel like it was twenty years ago, but I don't actually know. <laughs> And uh, this is exactly what we're talking about, where Samurai Jack is quite a quiet show. Because when Jack's on his own, he does not talk. <laughs> Just in a, as an aside, Rick, I would not fucking cross this bridge. No, 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 no. Less so because it's rickety as fuck, and more so that you can't see the other side. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's most dodgy. It's rather telling that Jack, who, for all accounts, is a major badass, is crossing it so slowly and carefully. <laughs> so yeah, I believe... The in-universe time to cross the bridge takes three days. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for those of you who didn't pay attention during the intro, uh, Jack wields a magic sword, specifically designed to kill Aku. Yeah, it's meant to be the only one that can kill Aku. Like, the first episode is, lit is literally silent, apart from Aku having, like, an evil monologue near the end. And it's, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's just a, um, a, a combination slash montage of Jack learning 700 different fighting styles. Yeah, it's, um, like we say, it's good to watch, but it's not good to react to. Oh, God, no. <laughs> How many people have died trying to cross this bridge? Um, probably many, yeah, because he's just basically eating shit. Listen, alright, I know most people find bagpipes annoying, but in the right circumstances, I think they're awesome. Yeah, so what they're, what they're really good for is announcing that there are bagpipes. Eh. One of the things I've always heard said, and I'm not a music person, so I don't know, is that bagpipes are awful indoors because they're not designed to be played indoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jack doesn't like bagpipes. I think uh, it's one of those where the Scotsman is pretty much the antithesis of Jack. Yeah, it's like Jack whispers, the Scotsman shouts, both are badass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the Scotsman lost a leg, and it's like, what do you want for your peg leg? Machine gun. Yep. <laughs> do you want to wear a shirt? Nope. How else would I show people that I've got big arms and muscles? He's wearing a shirt. Well, yeah, he's wearing a shirt, but it, like, it's torn at the arms where uh, his muscles got too big. <laughs> Just aggressively playing. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do not underestimate the difficulty of playing bagpipes. Oh, yeah, totally. You've you've got to basically, like, wind them up, as it were. The big issue I have with this episode is, um... <laughs> we've seen Jack do cool backflips and shit all the time. He could jump over yes, the Scotsman. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, to- totally. Like, they're talking as if they're on cars. Uh, in cars. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I believe this is before he got the Bender gig. Yes, it was. I believe so, yeah. It was, uh, and it was long before Adventure Time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Adventure Time's like 2013, isn't it? Um... Maybe 2000, maybe a bit earlier, but I don't know. A bit earlier, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> this is just normal chat in yeah. Scotland though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's quite the it's quite the cool moment in any show when two people from different warrior races meet and you can't think of much more different than samurai versus clansmen. Mm. And clansmen with a C. Well, okay. I didn't feel the need to specify because <laughs> you have to be a fucking idiot to confuse a Scottish clansman for a fucking Ku Klux Klansman. Yeah, yeah. Because Ku Klux Klansmen are pussy, pussies. Oh yeah. Whereas yes, they Scottish yeah, Klansmen are badass. Mm-hmm. Length, length versus girth. I will just say Except this: he also um, has girth. <laughs> being able to fucking hold a claymore one-handed is pretty impressive. Yes, it is. Like, even a real one that are, like, six feet, it's not an easy task. Like, they were cavalry slayers. Mm. Like, people would hold them with two hands and they'd cut down horses. Yaha, yaha. This is where one hair has been cut or something. Well, no, it's hat, mate. Yeah, I mean, the hat, but normally it's like one hair as well. If I remember rightly, he stabs his bagpipes. <laughs> and and it really upsets him. Oh yeah, because bagpipes are a lot more difficult to reproduce than a hat. Oh, that's a sad bagpipe noise. Sad pipes. 
<laughs> uh, what, do, what do you say? The, uh, the one way to show a, a badass warrior getting serious is to go from them using one hand to two. Yeah. Like, they did it in Bleach with Kenpachi, but I think the, I, my favourite example is always Vader. Yeah, yeah. When he's using one hand, he's not serious, and all he's doing is deflecting bolts because he can. Not yeah. because he needs to, because his armor can take it. And then you've got um, the, you've got that then... one scene in fucking o- in Kenobi where he doesn't even use one hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the polar opposite when Kenobi gets uh, serious and he instantly switches to two hands. It wasn't even Kenobi getting serious. It was Vader realizing that Kenobi is better than he was last time. Yes. And I like I like Watson's that it's subtle, but not the most subtle. What would you say, sir? I was just going to say, props to the Scotsman for being able to keep up with that. Well, you got to bear in mind, at this point in, in time, Samurai Jack is the number one enemy of Aku, but the Scotsman, yes. unbeknownst to Jack, is number two. Yes. Like, they're fighting against each other without realising that they're, they, they're annoyed for the exact same time, uh, for the same reason. Mm. I love how he does actually like pause the battle to boast about his magic runes. Well, to be fair, I don't think he boasted. It was so much as Samurai Jack being like, "What? Yeah, how how has my sword not destroyed your sword? <laughs> what a waste of fucking time and energy!" Yeah. <laughs> he's already smiling, you know he's enjoying it now. Mm. So basically, macho bullshit is going on right now. Yes, yes, yes. Testosterone poisoning. Now, bear in mind, these two are using swords in a universe where guns exist, by the way. Yes, yes. (laughs) There's a subtle fucking gag about the American justice system. Yeah. You fucking idiots. Yep, now it's time for their second wind. I believe that little cutaway we had just there was where the ad break was meant to go. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, I knew they were going to go the wrong fucking directions. Yep, 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 yep. 
To be fair, they both jumped forward because they were fight <laughs> like showing the other way the other way. True, true, true. So the story should end there. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but but today it doesn't. I don't know if people realise this, but if you hit water from high enough up, it's like concrete. Oh yes. Yes. It has the same density as a person. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. My mockery made myself sad. <laughs> I love that, though. Fucking boisterous laughter from the Scotsman at seeing the hat, and Jack just has to smirk like a git. Yeah, and... It's one of my favourite tropes is when someone's just smiling and you know what they're thinking and the other person just goes, SHUT UP! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could just go nuts with uh, character designs in this and it's kind of great. Yeah. It's just, it sounds like Boomhauer. I'm not familiar. It's the, um... They're all Texan, but the uh, the Texas Ranger from um, the King of the Hill. Okay. Well, oh, dang old Ruther Fist, round to you. <laughs> I think it's a wanted poster for Jack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good likeness. It is. That's how all the bounty hunters know to go for him. Can opening sword. It's magic, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> every single poster is a Jack poster. To be fair, Aku knows for a fact the only person who could 100% definitely kill him is Jack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Missiles that only affect wood. Mm. I think this is where my uh, my favourite part comes in. Yep, there we are. <laughs> it's stupid. Yep. It's it's the one thing that um the one thing that stuck with me out of the entire show is bang, 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 bang. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> the Scotsman missing the point. <laughs> Someone had fun recording the voice lines for this character. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Just hoping that the bullet is sharp. I, I believe they're more hoping on the velocity being enough, but I get your point. Yep. And because they're human and not robot, they're invincible. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, because the bomb just exploded in their faces. And yeah, if you've if you've not noticed, then uh, the only people that get destroyed are robots. Yeah, because you can do whatever the fuck you want there, and not uh, up 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 uh, up your age rating. Yep, <laughs> robots and. Um... Monsters that explode. Well, the Scotsman must Man. have a hard fucking head. Yes, they're not even not even worth using his sword on when he can just bump, bump, head bump them, and uh, <laughs> it just destroys metal robots. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if they suffer a concussive force big enough, they just activate self-destruct mode. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, okay. <laughs> the uh, green crocodiles yeah, are also, also robots, so that means they're okay to kill too. Yes, yes. Yeah, the people with um, like normal-looking skin are just higher-ranked robots. Fair enough. I think part of what makes the future of Aku so bleak is that nearly everyone is a robot. Except for the furries. Yep. Fucking hell, epilepsy warning. <laughs> Hope you were watching at home on a, uh, on a, in a well-lit room. And thus a lasting friendship was born. That's the thing though, isn't it? Like, lads will beat the shit out of each other and then be mates forever. Eh. When they're kids. And this is the start of a beginning, a new argument. Yeah. <laughs> a new rivalry of politeness. I've got to imagine DiMaggio had fun putting on a Scottish accent. Yes. <laughs> Who voiced Samurai yeah, Jack? Yeah, yeah. It was Lamar something, wasn't it? Um, what? Uh, Jendi Tartowski? That's not who I thought voiced him at all. <laughs> oh, no, that's the, that's, the, uh, that's the creator, sorry, yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see him. Phil Lamar, there we go. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So it wasn't Lamar something, but I knew Lamar was in there somewhere. Uh, 
Man, how how interesting is that? That even this episode, they only needed three voices. Hmm. And one of those voices was just some bloke going, "Add a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit." Uh, yeah, Cartoon Network Studios. I believe Adult Swim took over, but at the same time, I think Adult Swim is just Cartoon Network, isn't it? Yes, 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 yes. It's the um, it's a section of Cartoon Network. Ah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, that was the end of Samurai Jack episode eleven, a Scotsman's debut. What did you think? I liked it. I remembered it um, as one of the better Samurai Jack episodes when we were watching it for the first time. Uh, well, you know, when I was like whatever teen, um, around the time that I was also watching Dragon Ball Z live-ish as well. Man, you can't get two more contrasting shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 no! Um, and yet they were the two shows that I would most look forward to on uh, on Cartoon Network Cartoon Network at the time. One of them for being artsy and cool, and the other for being shouty and teenage. I think that sums up Samurai Jack as a show pretty well: artsy and cool. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I guess it wasn't until later that I actually, you know, really came to appreciate why I liked it, rather than just liking it on its own on its own merit, you know. Um, but yeah, how about you? What do you think? Yeah, it was a great episode of Samurai Jack. There's not much else to add there really it's uh if you only watch a few episodes of samurai jack this is probably going to be one of the ones that's a must watch yeah yeah absolutely i think samurai uh, not samurai jack i think scotsman only appears in like 10 episodes throughout the entire show not counting the most recent season because i've not really watched all of that um and each time he appears it's a treat yes um i think the next time he appears is in season two um and it's like when when they go and defend the scotsman's village and meet his wife i believe they need to save his wife and then when they save his wife it turns out they didn't need to save his wife because his wife is a bigger bad ass than he is yeah <laughs> turns out the scotsman has a type <laughs> like the scotsman is straight up just like always like depressed when he shouted at but then immediately goes boy i love that woman though <laughs> but yeah another reason why the scotsman episodes are, are a treat is because samurai jack actually talks in scotsman episodes because he's bonding with one of the few friends he has in this aku infested world yes absolutely um i think i think that's pretty much the entire reason that this was my the favorite episode that i can remember from season one and basically the only episode i can remember from season one more than just um samurai jack does samurai jack things yeah yeah uh, uh looking up briefly uh phil lamar was also uh roland in dragon age absolution oh yeah yeah no i, I remember that yeah 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 the, the, the best character from dragon age absolution <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so it's, it's nice to know he's still do, doing voice work Mm-hmm. But yeah, as as you were about to lead away into, uh, let's do our wind down, Rick. Do you have a favourite moment? My favourite moment, I brought it up when it was coming up, but uh, I, I I knew it was going to stand my test of time. It's when the the pig general, who's been making um, language-esque noises until now, just cuts to the chase and goes, bang, 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 <laughs> to command his his legions to just shoot the shit out of these two guys. <laughs> it's just, it's something that I just remembered from the entire, th- from, the, from this episode, from, from like 15 years and it'll stick with me forevermore like there's there's lots of other um moments between jack and the scotsman but all of them are good um so yeah how about you what was your favorite moment my favorite moment was samurai jack getting uh getting one over on the scotsman in return for his hat because it's so funny watching those bagpipes deflate and scotsman immediately yeah. go from jovial shit talking asshole to oh now i'm really pissed off asshole <laughs> and the good old um follow-up to that that we also shit talk, 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 talked about of jack just looking smug when the bagpipes floated past later on and uh, Scotsman going, shut it! 
Uh, but we can't only talk about the good, we also have to talk about the bad. Rick, do you have a weakest link? I don't think I do. Like, this is pretty much a stellar episode. Uh, what more could I add to this? Well, here's the thing. You, you can't overuse the Scotsman because then he becomes overused. So they did the right thing by making like a, making like a once a season uh, addition. Um, the pacing was nice in that early on it shows Jack just wandering and letting you um, get into the art style. Even if you've not watched a Samurai Jack episode either before or in quite some time, which, you know, a week is quite some time when you're six, um, then and then going into the actual verbose section, the verbose section of the entire show, apart from Aku telling you things in the beginning. I'm, I'm just going to say, no weakest link. How about you? Uh, my weakest link is going to be the uh, the actual battle scene at the end was far too quick. Um, the problem I have with my own weakest link is that's just how Samurai Jack fights be, so I knew that coming in that that's how big fight scenes end up being, that they're fast, they're over the top, but you know, probably would I probably would have had the two stick together for a bit longer, but at a 22 minute r- long runtime, they can't do too much. And uh, this was meant to be a debut for the Scotsman, show off what he can do. And obviously, having him tied to Samurai Jack for too long would have taken away from that. So I get it, you know. But uh, we can't only heap praise upon this show, which is beloved by all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So last but not least, Rick, do you have an MVP? Well, yeah, it's uh, it's it's in the title of the episode. It's the Scotsman. I'm giving it to him. Um, with a my with a, as a side note to. John DiMaggio, who had a hell of a lot of fun uh, recording this, as you can tell by the fact that, uh, well, you can tell it in the voice. It, it, it just it just oozes through, you know? So, yeah, I'm giving it to the Scotsman. How about you? I'm going to split the difference with you, because this was very much a two-episode, uh, yeah, two, two-person episode, and Samurai Jack deserves just as much of an acknowledgement, because let's be real, oh, yeah, totally. the Scotsman wouldn't be as fun of a character if you didn't have someone reserved like Jack for him to play off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, how do you make a character like that even more fun? You give someone to, for them to play off, whether it be a um, like a gloomy goth or um, someone stoic like Jack, or just generally someone who isn't loud. Like, for real, I don't think the Scotsman would be anywhere near as entertaining if the Scotsman bumped into another Scotsman. Yeah, yeah. You know, it would be, if anything, it would probably get quite irritating quite fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, between the two of us, I think it's only fair that both Jack and Scotsman, and that's his name, by the way, they don't ever give him a name. He's always just a Scotsman. Um, yeah. In in season five, he gets called Dar by all of his kids. But, you know, apart from that, still not a name. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for Samurai Jack. Thanks for joining us as always. We hope you enjoyed. We've got the comment section down below on YouTube if you want to let us know exactly what you enjoyed, suggestions for future episodes, etc, etc. If you're not watching via YouTube but instead listening via one of our many audio platforms, you can instead send us an email at nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com. Once again, that is nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com. Yes, yes, yes. We'll see you again next week, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Ta-ra.